All right, so we're back here on another Couch Coach Live, another Couch Coach Live Tuesday. We're here, Couch Coaches, once again. What's going on, Maui? What's up, Coach? Chilling, man. You know, in this weather. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, man. It's it's crazy. Even man, it's even a snowstorm in Texas. Right. Like, that's the story. Right. So, man, I'm it's missing I'm missing the West Coast, though. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> Always. But now, well. <laughs> Before all this, you know, all for the pandemic, you know, we could kind of be a little bit more free out in right. the West, but you know, with the restrictions and everything. But yeah, man, it's like you're saying, just the weather, just to be in some decent weather at this point, it's like, you know, would be nice. Here, man, because everybody be wanting snow. And then I keep be lobby telling them, I said, hey, okay, just wait till the next day when it start melting. Just wait, you know what I mean? Wait till it start melting and you see the melt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. That's the thing too. Is it looks great, you know, it looks great falling down, but when you got a shovel, you gotta dig yourself out of the driveway right. and the all kind of stuff that happens. The trees was falling over. Like it's all crazy. The, all the other stuff. It looks great falling down, but after the aftermath is like shit. Like I don't even wanna trees stand falling in the house. Out tree has been there since you was a kid you know what i'm saying right. like now you go outside you look in your backyard you're like man that tree been here since i was like five six years old is gone you know? gone yeah gone. man but yeah so got a great show tonight we'll talk about jj watt um release uh the ideal spot for him we got uh talk about quarterback carousel we'll talk a little quarterbacks we'll talk about deshaun watson where we think he's gonna go there's trouble in paradise in dallas with Dak Prescott, and also some trouble in paradise and Russell Wilson, and we're not going to talk about, oh, is he a simp? This ain't that way. This is not that type of show tonight. We're just going to talk. We're we sticking to football because <laughs> that's what we do. Man. I know Russ been getting some hell this week from, uh, <laughs> you know, but we talking well, strictly well, football. <laughs> strictly football. Let me go ahead and let me go ahead and take that out. I can't put that. I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then also we'll talk about some um, NBA news. We'll talk about AD's injury. We'll talk about Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin pretty much getting one-way tickets out of Detroit and Cleveland, respectively. Mm. And then what's going to happen in this NBA All-Star game? And we'll talk about that uh, momentarily. We'll get that all squared away. But we're going to kick that intro before we, um, before we go. Let's kick that intro. All right, so we're back here. So the first topic of tonight's podcast is J.J. Watts. So the face of the Houston Texans in the short 19-year of their existence released the face of the franchise on Friday after, you know, 10, well, 11 seasons with the Texans. Um, your thoughts on J.J. Watts' release and then an ideal landing spot for him? Man, I couldn't find any deep information to figure out why he necessarily wanted to leave, but huh. um, <laughs> it just seemed like the foundation, what was it, last year? That it started with Hopkins? It was last year, right? Mm-hmm. It was well, La- Hopkins, right? It was yeah, last Hopkins year, got right? traded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It started from there, and then it just seemed like it just trickled down now the foundation, you know, 
And it, you know, I don't think te- it's weird because I, when I think of Texans, I'm going to, th- I always think of JJ. So it's just, I don't know what's going on, but you know, it is what it is. I respect him because he's been there for a while. He's had some injuries. He's been a, 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 a iconic figure for the franchise on and off the, um, um, off the field. And I'm sure it was a big uh, decision to make to necessarily um, uh, um, say that he wants to be released or even have that conversation and say, hey, I want to be released. You know what I mean? And, you know, even when I watched, you know, you're trying to analyze, you know, the live or whatever, it seemed like there's a little bit of emotion in there. So it might have been whatever conversation he had. It must have been some really deep um, words might have said, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, hats off to him. You know, sometimes you got to make it is what it is. You got to take control, you know, of your own situation, you know. Um, I'll, you know, just I remember when Emmitt Smith got traded and how much it hurt him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know his numbers was not, hasn't been the same for a while. You know what I mean? But it seemed like there's some things going on with that franchise, though. You know? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know some things I don't know, Coach? Well, you just think of just the max exodus of, of players. You look at um, mm-hmm. you just – I think um, the team president um, left last week, and he actually right. – uh, of Clemson University alums, so that's kind of right. jarring. I um, mean, just the the acquisition of a, a coach, a, a David Cully, which I hate to say this, but all due respect, David Cully, um, Cully is a is he's been a he's been in the league for twenty seven years. He's never even held a coordinator position. He's been in the NFL coaching for twenty seven years, and he gets the job. He's 65 years old. I just that that it's just a lot of stuff that's going on, and then the whole situation um, with them hiring the, the, the new general manager. It's just a lot of stuff that's going on in Houston. But um, yeah, I mean, it's I think he, especially at his age, I think he'll be 32 next week. I think the writing right. is on the wall. Like to me, he knows he's essentially in the twilight of his career. I need to do something with these next few years, you know, to, you know, right. All I'm going to do here, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm almost out the door. Like I can't be a rebuild of this Houston Texans team where you don't have no draft picks. You don't have a first round pick. You would have had a third overall pick. Got anything at that point. You could have get a franchise quarterback. You could have got a franchise Ta- um, offensive tackle at Pinnell Sewell. You even could have got a Jamar a franchise, a, 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 a number one receiver in that spot. You can't get any of that. And, and it's just like for, for Laramie Tunstall, out of all people. But <laughs> uh, I mean, Houston is a mess. And like everybody, like he's, he was, you know, and luckily he was granted his release. But, um, right. So where do you think he's going to land? Um, it was a few places. Um, you know, I was thinking, you know, if he wants to, you know, since he's older, getting him a ship, you know, definitely the Bucks. Um, you know, he can go home. Um, the Packers. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know they need somebody. They need a, a pass rusher. Um, I put the Bears also um, because I think his wife played for the soccer team or something like that in Chicago. Hmm. 
Um, so I just thought that I just thought that he had a place where he, you know, um, I heard, I've been I looked around. He they saying the Browns and it looked like the Browns can get him if they want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. But JJ, don't 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 fall for the illusion, bro. Don't don't fall for it. <laughs> don't fall for the illusion. Okay. Don't 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 fall for it. But um, I know we got some. You know, most likely they were saying that he make um a lot of people saying Pittsburgh. Um, it's funny because I was seeing some things that he was saying some things about the coach. And um, about Tomlin, it was some real um, nice things. So, you know, he just, you know, he, he it's cool to be him. You know what I'm saying? He he get uh, most likely figure out where he wants to go, and he deserves it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was actually, and and this and it's funny that um, at, at you know, as far as with this, actually, me and Lamar talked. Well, as the comment, Lamar I talked to Lamar the other day. Bear and we both agreed. Where I think we looked at Cleveland as the ideal situation because right. we looked at just as far as the helping um Miles Garrett and then the whole situation with trying to beat Kansas City, trying to be in that type of bracket, in, in that type of right. I guess that bracket, but but more so in the positioning of to beat Kansas City. And now you get you know, you can get AJ Watt on one end and you get Miles Garrett on the other, and then you right. think about just a simple fact of. You know, the Chiefs not having Eric Fisher next year, you know, obviously with the injury that, that he had in the AFC Championship game. And you really – they really have to do something because Buffalo is on their heels. So they really right. have to make a splash. And, um, and Diggs is trying to get him. Diggs has been putting it out there yeah, trying to get yeah. him. You know what I mean? And that's one thing, too, where that could become a bidding war. And that could be – because – and that's the thing – and that's another thing that me and Bear were talking about the other night where essentially – if the that's going to be, I think that's going to be the two places, and I think whoever gets him is going to have the best chance to beat Kansas City because to to Buffalo's credit, Buffalo played Patrick Mahomes good defensively, but mm-hmm. they just didn't have the type of personnel. You imagine having a re energized uh, JJ Watt, which and the thing about it with that, and I wonder how he's going to like, and I, especially if you go like to Cleveland. It's either or. I think Buffalo or Cleveland is going to be kind of one of those like is where he can. I think where he's going to make the most immediate impact because I think they're essentially. I wouldn't say that's all they need on both sides, you know, mm-hmm. Buffalo or um, Cleveland, but that would definitely help shore up that line. And we all know how critical, you know, having a a, a good defensive line, especially when you when you have a guy, you know, you have Kansas City in the fold who is literally. Dominated AFC, you know. Of course, I've gone right. to the AFC Championship game the last three years, so it's a bidding right. war. And and even um, even even Pittsburgh's a dark horse as well. Yeah, because uh, you know, we, I don't I don't think we're going to uh, I don't I don't think we're going to sign um Bud Dupree. You know what I mean? And I think if they have an opportunity to get JJ, they're gonna get him. Matter of fact, I I'm gonna be honest with you, I wasn't paying attention to it, but I had been seeing some stuff even before he was saying he was gonna be released. On the little Steeler yeah. groups, bringing that up, you know what I mean. So, I wouldn't put it past if he wanted to play with his brothers. Yeah, yeah, that's a dark horse. I, 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 if it's, I would definitely see that as the uh, the Watt trio right. at this point. And boy, oh boy, Subway will be calling. It'll be it'll be central casting. <laughs> they have, have all three. But uh, yeah, man. So 
Yeah, and we and we talked about we talk, we alluded to it earlier about uh, the dysfunction in Houston, and obviously for some, you know, even though we keep on talking about, um, you know, as far as because Houston's really at this point today, we sent Pat at February sixteenth. Uh, they're saying, hey, we're not going to trade Deshaun Watson for nothing, like mm-hmm. which. I don't believe that they can say what they want, but I I, I think some you know I, they they're going to be forced to I think in my personal opinion and I think that's stupid if 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 if, if you your if your star player is asking for it you know what I mean mm-hmm. then, and he's been we're going to probably talk about it a little bit later but I feel like if you've been there more than he's been there what four years now going on his fifth mm-hmm. year yeah fifth year yeah coming up yep. All right, so he's been there more than three years, three four years, and if it should be a val- it should automatically be like, okay, man, man. They bottom line, he asked for it. He stretched it out. He even signed the extension. Yep. We everybody was saying he needs to hurry up and get out now. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. And if he's asking for it, and JJ's leaving, man, trade that man and get what you can for him. Why would you hold him? Why would and, you want to? Yes, yeah. that's, that's why would you want to be dragged through the media and just go ahead and trade him, get the best that you could get. Man, there's some teams out there that got some picks. Yeah. And to me, at this point, and I thought it was a two a two-team race, but now I've mm-hmm. been hearing rumors about Carolina even throwing in uh, Christian McCaffrey. I didn't know deal, that. Wow. Which I'm like, that, mm. adds, that adds another element. I probably would right. try to get Teddy Bridgewater or some – or, or even PJ Walker, maybe in that deal as well. Uh, the former XFL should have been the MVP, but we all know what happened. The panda Mike came and PJ Washington was robbed of his uh of his MVP in the XFL. But I digress. So, so Carolina said they would try to get him if they. That's crazy. Yeah, that's rumors out. But and, and my thing is this, and I. Houston, they can, they, they. I, I like the fact that they're being, you know, quote unquote, stand pat on it. But they're not going to have any choice at this point. They can say this now because the draft is two months away and what have you. You can, you can say all this, to, you know, to kind of appease people. But at the end of the day, there's a bidding war in the NFC, in the AFC East between Miami and the Jets. I would use those two teams as leverage. I'm going to get the best deal that's possible. I'm going to out of all of those guys, like if I'm Chris Greer of Miami, I'm giving you Tua. I'm giving you the number three overall pick that you gave to us generously last year for that Larry Mitchell deal. You get that deal back, and we'll throw in some draft picks in the future. If I'm Joe Douglas, the pride of Mechanicsville High School, I. I'm giving you Sam Donald. I'm giving all the picks that I got from Seattle and that Jamal Adams trade. And I'm giving you the number two overall pick. You pick or choose because them two teams are going to, they're going to have to, this is going to be a bidding war between those two teams because essentially this is for whoever gets Deshaun Watson is going to be able to compete with Buffalo. And then the other one is probably going to be, the third or maybe even the fourth. We don't know what New England's going to do. But it's a bidding war between those two. You got multiple yep. picks. You got multiple picks. And they can give you what some people deem as a franchise quarterback in Sam Donald and Tua Tagovailoa. It's, to me, it's who you like better. You like Tua or you like Sam Donald. 
Do you like the number two overall pick? Yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, that's true. The, oh, yes, yes. Because that it's it's uh, that's one of the toughest divisions yeah. too. And if yeah. you just went in the Super Bowl not too long ago, my it, you got to do what you need to do to right go. And you if, know what I mean? Get back there. Right, and I'm in if, if, and if I'm in Houston. If I'm going to San Francisco, I don't know about. Maybe I get Jimmy, but I know who's coming with with him. If if Deshaun Watson is leaving Houston, oh, you're gonna you're gonna give me Joy Joy Bosa, no questions asked. You are giving me Joy Joy Bosa, no ifs ands or buts. If Joy Bosa's not in the conversation, John Lynch, hang up. John Lynch, I don't even want to talk to you no more. Like if he's that, block his number, block John Lynch's number. Because it is okay, going, I see. What, I yeah. see what we're doing. I see what we're doing now. I got two more for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the Bears? Ah, uh, I mean, all right. Because they, the thing is, the 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 multiple pick situation. Like, like I think because they can offer you multiple picks and a quarterback deck. I'm not saying he can replace Deshaun Watson, but you're flexible because if you're in Miami, all right. So, say if instance, you okay with the Jets, so we'll do Jets first. So, if the Jets give you the number two overall pick, say if instance, you don't like Sam Donald, you're not in love with him, quote unquote, you get Zach Wilson or you get Justin Fields in the draft. Or if you say, hey, let's try it out, let's get um Pinnell Sewell, or we can get uh Jamar Chase out of LSU or, or, or um, the wide receiver. So, you're flexible either way. Because they can give you assets. Chicago, you want Mitchell Trubisky? Yeah, I like Mitchell. Mitchell, he's a UNC guy. Made it to the playoffs. He did. He did on, on the back of that defense. And right. like you said, if, if they can give Deshaun Watson, then we could, you know, this team could be legitimately a Super Bowl contending team if they have a quarterback of his stature. And it's just you, and what the tragic thing about it all is. Houston was literally leading Kansas City in the divisional round in in twenty well in the twenty nineteen playoffs theoretically last year playoffs twenty four nothing got outscored what fifty one fifty two to seven or something like that after that mm-hmm. and they and that was the end of this run where we we figured hey well okay Texas could compete in AFC mm-hmm. maybe a third fiddle. Because they almost lost to Buffalo. I think people fail to realize that too, where they almost lost to Buffalo. And that was because of Deshaun Watson, that, that play right. where he was able to escape out of the pocket and make that play to mm-hmm. end that game. So, uh, you know, and it's just the, just the downfall of this franchise. It's just tragic. Right. And it's so, they're never coming back. Right. Two That's, more. I got two mm-hmm. more. Okay. Um, where was that? Denver. Nope. I got three. Denver. <sighs> if you. If I'm all right, so you give me picks, you give me Jerry Judy. You give me Jerry Judy. I know how this is going to sound a little crazy, but you have to give up that Bradley Chubb. I'm serious. Okay. Like, John Elway, you, you, you may not have the picks, but you got some nice assets, Pauls, right. that, you, that, you, that you have on that team. I'm like, mm-hmm. like – you want to you, you want to talk? All right, let's let's put let's put at least Bradley Chubb on the table. Uh, you know, okay. put Bradley Chubb on the table. We'll do something. I don't know if you want Drew Lock, but you know, I mean, Drew Luck was a little okay. solid, but you right. know, 
I got you. So you ready for the next? What you want? Washington football team. I we keep well, that's funny. We keep on going. We we talked. I talked about that ad nauseum before. The thing about it, I like it, but I don't know as far as what assets they will what they will want. I we can and because I know we probably can cough up two or three draft picks. Yeah, y'all got some draft cap. We got some draft, and if they want that, that one might or be two, somebody in your defense. They probably would take one, one of somebody in your defense. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ryan Kerrigan. I ain't take Ryan Kerrigan, but you ain't getting Chase Young. You're not getting, you're not getting Chase Young. You're not getting Montez Sweat. You're not getting any of our linemen. You're not getting Cameron Payne. You're not getting nobody. Right. You, you probably get Ryan Kerrigan. You get Landon right. Collins. You I wouldn't be getting, getting Kerrigan because yeah. if, if you got a, a, a new – you got the Texans aren't good right now, so you will want some veterans. Yeah. You'll want some type of veteran presence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I did well, that you one. know, very that's last the thing. one. Very last mm-hmm. one. The Saints. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to give up and they're in a weird spot, and they're in they're in, they're in debt. Like they're in ne- they're in negative and they're in salary cap hell. Like to a Look. point where even Drew Brees taking the cut. Right, so Breeze leaving, you know they got a quarterback issue, and then, yeah. but I was like, some like I was saying, um, somebody said you would have to put Michael Thomas. He doesn't want to be there anyway. Yeah, Michael Thomas wanted to come on board and, and get some draft picks, and which I don't, I think they have found because they, they don't have multiple first rounds, but yeah, you have to come off of Michael Thomas. Like, to me, especially these teams that don't have the multiple draft picks, you're going to have to, like, be really um, – you're, you're going to have to come heavy with the, with the assets because right. at the end of the day, because, like, you can't uh, – because, you know. Right. Yeah, because you got to – you got to so, mm-hmm. – So, when we all – I got you, and I know that was a toss-up. So, when yeah. you all come down, I don't think – I don't think that Miami should. I think Miami needs to stay where they're at. I, I think Sanford's – I think Bill Belichick can pull it off because he got some people. He got – I think the new GM he's connected to, and he got some yeah. picks. So, with everything that happened with Tom Brady, you know what I mean? We know Cam is on his way out. No disrespect yeah. to Cam. I love Cam too. But to get Watson there, I think that would kind of like – that would put some NOS into the Patriots again because ain't nobody really looking for them. And then, like you said, look at Buffalo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look at look at look at my and then the Jets. You know what I'm saying? The Jets, right. you know what you're gonna get. You don't know how, you know what I'm saying, oh boy, that's coming to the league gonna be. You know what I mean? Or any quarter. You know exactly what Watson's gonna do. You know what I mean? Sure. But if I tell you but I think if Miami can get Watson, mm-hmm. they're they definitely gonna be they they could definitely compete with um with Buffalo because <laughs> Miami already got defense already. But just imagine you got you don't like Tua. I do like Tua, but Deshaun Watson to Tua, even I though, get it. and it and I think it helps both sides where they it can help both. That I think that can help both. And the whole thing of him, like I think so, because at least with them, they can get their franchise. Well, their quote unquote franchise quarterback. Um, you know, I like that more. Then, well, even though the Jets got the most picks, the Jets can get you. Well, even though Miami got the Miami got two first rounds this year too, and then um, 
And then the Jets got multiple first round picks this year as well. And I think next year too. Ah, it's it's really to me, it's gonna have to be between them two because that that's just think they offer everything that you could possibly want. Like you you can get assets and a, and a, and a quarterback. So right. it's almost like to me, if I'm them, whoever I like the most. If I like Tua, I'll pull the trigger. If I like Sam Donald, I'll pull the trigger. Watts. I love the first name, though. I just want you to know that. I love your first name. Um, <laughs> San Francisco. Trust me. Yeah. Make your way to San Francisco, bro. It seems like everybody would be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's so, going to be – New York, man. Don't you come <laughs> And that's going to be – Yeah. And then that, he'll definitely be – and that wow, that NFC West would be so crazy because everybody have a quarterback. Cause you got you got Kyler Murray coming back with Arizona, Russell Wilson mm-hmm. in uh, Seattle, and then you got Matthew Stafford in, in L.A. I'm like, that's gonna be, that's gonna probably be one of the best divisions in football. Probably will right. be if all four of those are there. But yeah, and that's the thing too. They they would have to come off with some assets. Like, I mean, because to me at this point, you 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 um yeah you bringing well, I think it's Nick. I think yeah, Nick is. I keep on saying Joy, but. What the Bosa brother? One of the Bosa brothers. One of the play for San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he'll be the one that if, if if I'm trading, if I'm trying to get you know if Deshaun Watson wants to come to San Francisco, he's gonna be um he's going to Houston. If if it was me, if I was the general manager, if I was uh the Houston GM, like yeah, mm-hmm. both what well, one of the Bosa the Bosa brother, he's come he's coming to San Francisco. I mean he's coming to Houston. I gotta get somebody, and even I might even um. Put in Jimmy G, and then to see how that goes. Oh yeah, we definitely putting in Jimmy G. Yeah, yeah. Then he can, and then he can either mentor whoever you get. Well, no, because if because that's right, because then they don't have the the top pick. So yeah, stick with Buffalo. Stick with Miami. You get the second or third overall pick. Yeah, that person help you build that franchise. He'll be your building block. But yeah, man. Oh man. So other which yeah, so other weird things has been going on, especially when this um quarterback carousel. Uh Dak Prescott, which it, the thing about these, I used to think these type of things didn't matter. Like certain things that tea leaves, I just thought they were really insignificant. But cute few little things kind of came out of that camp um this week. Um the whole situation with him not being in the hype video, which mm-hmm. that kind of that struck me for that struck me a little weird, and then he's following the Washington football team on Instagram. <laughs> like, hmm. Um, your your thoughts on these so called tea leaves that we have um, in this uh, with Dak Prescott this week? Okay. So, from what I heard, some of the dudes that found out the information that he wasn't in the highlight room was from was from DC. <laughs> yeah, right. it was that put that out there. But having trouble finding it in the app store. If you watch the last video, that me? No, I don't know what The world. But anyway, I felt like it was petty, but at the same time, you got to get out your feelings because it's business. And I'm thinking that he's still on a contract with them, and he's not. You know what I mean? So. I'm, I wasn't, I just think it, it is kind of like, damn, that's messed up. But it is what it is. You know what I mean? And maybe, because I always felt like Dak Prescott 
is a company guy. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's a company guy. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, we know, in the past, when they was having some controversial stuff going on, everybody was, especially um, people of color, was speaking this way. He went the other way because he was a company guy. You know what I mean? And it now it's time to be looking out for yourself, man. It's, it's a business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything that you did don't mean anything. You know, it should mean something. Some of the people that don't like the Cowboys, this, this, that is sticking up for you. You've been saying from the get-go, you needed to get paid. Hell, they didn't even want to play Zeke. You know what I'm saying? And Zeke was killing before before he got paid, you know? So then you hurt yourself. Hurt yourself bad. You know what I mean? So I think it was petty. And I think it's, it's a sign. Say, okay, this is a business, so I'm going to conduct this like a business. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is. If I feel like I, I deserve this, don't back up. Because right. trust me, they not gonna back up. Once you done, you done. You know. Yeah. And and the thing about it is like those little tea leaves, but I just think they need to reconcile and just get that man his money. Um, I just yeah, think you get because at this point, the the quarterback market is not robust, to say the least. Um, you had a guy who was pretty much on a historic tear. Until that, until that, you know that um, terrible uh, injury in October. I mean, he was. I mean, he was almost. I wouldn't say. Yeah. I even. I want to. I. I want to say this. On October 11th, right, the day of the injury, he was on an MVP type of trajectory. Right. That way, not a. Right. I, I don't want to say that he wasn't MVP, but he was on pace. He He's had the right. trajectory. To become a, become a uh, MVP in this league, and I, right. I mean, to me, you, you gotta you know do what you can, to, you know, take care of him, because to me, I look at and that's one thing too, where now you know bringing in Dan Quinn, I definitely like I tell people that defense, I think, could be potentially could be scary going into next year. Like I think they're gonna fix. I think he, I think bringing in Dan Quinn is gonna help that defense immediately. So if you right. get that get that going, and then you know having Deck doing his thing, you know I would you know that could be that could be a situation where this team could be successful next year. And it was, yeah, it, it, you see, we having this conversation. We shouldn't even be having because he should have got paid before them. You paid Zeke, right? Yep. Then you had quarterback issue. You, I'm sorry, you had coaching issues, right? Yep. You get this coach in, y'all still didn't really do well. It was, yeah. you know, no disrespect to the divisions. One of the hard. That's why he got hurt because he was doing more than what, you know, what I'm saying than what he's really supposed to. He was trying to win. You know what I'm saying? Like he's doing a lot more than what he should have. You know what I mean? And yeah. and that's because there was always an opportunity for them to win a division. You know what I mean? It'd be different if they was already already at already at the bottom of the division they couldn't do as much you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. then he might not have been played but he he was trying to do whatever he could to win you know yeah. what i mean nothing within the system or anything like you know he really it's almost like watching aaron rodgers sometimes where you sitting there like okay clearly they don't have a plan, so he has to come up with something to make it work. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like he'd be like, "Wow, he made it work!" Like, it's just, yeah, just the truth, man. Like, yeah. but we shouldn't even be had, all this stuff should have been taken care of by now. To me, yeah. that's good business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Still having a, a the same discussion for the last what two years? 
about right. Dak Prescott getting paid. That should have been done. That yeah. should have been taken care of. Yeah, and they and and really the real main reason because that defense couldn't stop nothing. So, right. I mean, it's almost like hell. If he didn't put points on the board, this team would have got Molly whopped, you know, every week. If it weren't for him, I mean, he was really like that saving grace as far right. as you know, as far as putting points on the board and keeping them in these in these games. But right, yeah, but I, I definitely think you take care of him. Your defense is gonna be solid this year, and I don't think he's gonna have to do as much. But then you get a coach in and then you having contract issues, you get this coach in and you don't know if this coach like you. You don't really know what's going on with that. Then he bring Andy Dalton in. You know what I mean? (laughs) And you like, okay, what's you know what I mean? So I'm just going. I got to keep competing. It's not about what I've done so far. It's what I'm doing right now because they have not paid me yet. Which in theory. That might have been one of the smartest things that they did was to get Andy Dalton. I'm not being because, because right because at that time we looked at Dak as like the Iron Man. Like he at that time he never missed a start. Right. And honestly, because if we really want to be a hundred, keep it keep it a buck, they were only one game out of winning this division. It was mm-hmm. like so that's the thing about it where you like if this wasn't such a down year in this division. Mm-hmm. The story could be a little and bit I'm different. I'm not going to oppose that. I'm not going to yeah. – right. That's why I would have done the same thing. But I'm just saying from Dak yeah. Prescott's standpoint, the yeah. pressure. Yeah, you I know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you have an investment like mm-hmm. that, you know, and you put that much pressure on him, that's what's going to happen. I know yeah. accidents happen, but there's some major hurt. That's what, when I saw it, I said, I knew that was – I hate to say that. I had a feeling that was going to happen because that's one of the worst things that could have happened. Sure. You know what I mean? So now you're yeah. sitting there like, damn, are they going to pay me or not? Or are they going to – you know what I mean? But, hey, the thing about it is, at this point, the way these quarterbacks are moving, if Dallas wanted – Dallas want to play funny, act stupid, and don't do nothing – Trust mm-hmm. me, I like what they said. Oh, every fifteen minutes, every fifteen minutes, a bus will come. So right. somebody bus gonna be pulling into you, pulling, pulling, pulling in. And hey, we want you because right quarterbacks are such a premium. And like I said, it's, it's not a robust free agent market. Right, and it's gonna be a lot of movement with these quarterbacks. Yeah, who do you think better, that Prescott or uh, Baker Mayfield? Um, statistically, um. I I would probably lean a little bit more towards Dak at this point. Baker's on his way. I think Baker Baker is is he has shown in the month of November. He's really kind of like let me know like all right, right. He's legit. Like he's gonna he's a at this point he's still a, he's a franchise quarterback. But right, yeah, I would definitely Dak body of work is definitely more impressive, but. Baker's Baker's nipping on his heels, man. I think Baker's on his way. Like, um, he's another guy that really had a great ending of the season where it really counted. So that's one thing, too. Where if he builds back onto that and he doesn't regress, it, like it's funny because his rookie year, at that time he broke the single um season record for touchdowns, which is now eclipsed mm-hmm. by Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. But then he digressed in his second year. He kind of plateaued, which I think he just went back down to earth. And then the third year, he started a little slow. But then, when it was time to, to you know to win games in you know in November, December, January, he you know he exceeded expectations. Right. So 
Yeah. Do you think that he's going to he, get paid? He's on his way. Do you, do you think they're going to treat? He's, do you think that he's going to get treated like Dak? No, I don't think so. I don't think I, so I, either. I think I'm telling you because of of this of the postseason success. Because to me, I think if Cleveland has another run like they did this year, back up the Brinks trunk for for him. Potentially, I think they're going to probably do that for him because at this point, you think of Cleveland, they've he like you got to think about this team has been around since 1999. Tim Couch is the only, only guy that led well, Kelly Holcomb. I'm sorry, Kelly Holcomb led them to the playoffs. Baker, if Baker Mayfield can go back to back seasons and have a deep playoff run or be on the verge of going to the AFC Championship game, he does that again and maybe do it the next following season. If they, if they're a perennial playoff team, oh, they're gonna throw the, the Brinks truck at him, and, and right. it's well deserved because, I mean, my goodness, since 1999 they've had right. almost damn near 30 quarterbacks, and he's like right. the one that. He's, I mean, he's on a he's on the verge. If 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 stuff goes down, and everything goes right. He's gonna have he's gonna be a living legend in, in Cleveland. Right, right, right. If he ain't yeah. if he ain't already. So <laughs> right. Do you right. feel like what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, do you feel like it's coaching that 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 helped Baker Mayfield out, or yeah. it's just Baker? Kevin Stavansky. That's time. all I want to know. I think. I yeah, know. I think. But the thing yeah. is, I, right. The thing is, do you really got to realize? How in the beginning, like for him to succeed the way he has is amazing because normally when you think about of how many coaches he's had, it's kind of like that's a recipe for disaster. Now I think you got a guy, Kevin Stefanski, who is going to be there for the long haul, and that's definitely going to help him big time. And then, um, so I, you know, part of me is, is it is coaching. And just you know, and there's just that continuity, so they can build off of that going forward. So, yeah, and that's right. probably the best thing that happened to him was to get you know was at least now to get stability. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's what I'm talking about. That getting paid, he should have been paid. You got a new coach in. It's about stability, so you ain't got to be worried about that. Y'all could be worried about what we need to do to win a division. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's all yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> and I think Mike McCarthy could be all right. I think he. I yeah, think, I think so too. I, I just think this year was just a bad year. Even though, I, I you know everything that happened in the NFC East this year, I, you just put it in a blender and say, "Hey, we were close, but not close. But but you know, but we didn't. You know, we didn't achieve the goal. So to mm-hmm. me." You know, I mean, Mike McCarthy would be okay. I don't, I don't think he should be smashing watermelons again. You know, I don't think he need to be like uh, carrot top. You know, right. you know. So, you know, I just think he just need to kind of just do his thing. I think, like I just said earlier about uh, Dan Quinn, gonna definitely help that defense out tremendously. And I, you know, they're gonna be a threat in this division. Yeah. But, Come on, know. JJ. <laughs> and then so our final uh, uh turn on the on the on the quarterback um carousel for this week, which I think is gonna probably bubble up and matriculate um as the as the month of March and the ending of, of February progress. Russell Wilson, uh the pride of uh Tuckahoe, Virginia, the two-time Richmond Town Dispatch player of the year. Um He's a he's a, he's a little upset. He's um he's has a there's little rumblings going around saying that you know he's not happy with the offensive line, 
and rightfully so. The the, um, the young man out of Richmond, Virginia, in the suburb of, suburb of Tuggahoe, Virginia, um, he was sacked with 394 times in his nine year career. That's the right. most ever since the AFL merger in 1970. Who was second on that list? Randall Cunningham at that um, at that time. So, and he, you know. He had some just this displeasure with what's going on with his offensive line and just want to be involved in the negotiations going forward with his team. Mm-hmm. So, your thoughts on this uh ember, I guess I wouldn't say it's a fire that's going on in Seattle, but a slow I mean, just, burning ember. Um, he just, I mean, okay, let me see if I can paint it. I look at it as like, okay, everybody paid attention to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, right? Mm-hmm. And then when Tom Brady leaves, he goes to play with for the Bucks, which was a horrible team. Look what they did. They won a Super Bowl. Why is that? Because the coach and Tom, he let Tom be more verbal. You know what I mean? He treated Tom like he was a regular player. You know what I mean? And he, and he was a part of everything. And I just think that Russell's been there long enough. Russell was a part of their success. And if he's saying, hey, I'm the one getting hit, you know, I just want to be a part of this. You know what I mean? I don't know what they can do. I know when um when Ben was getting all the concussions, being up under Bruce, <laughs> they uh, brought in Todd Haley, and he wasn't too happy about that. But what I remember now that Todd's gone, I respect him more because he said, um, I just want him to get the ball out of his hand faster. So it cut back on all the sacks. You know what I mean? It also helped the um, – the, the offensive line that we had so you know i mean i don't i, I don't get it man because these these it's like they feel like the players are just like the employees when you have somebody like a russell wilson who's also iconic why wouldn't you have him especially if he wants to be a part of it why wouldn't you have him there for for discussions and the way things are moving forward right. are you thinking of maybe getting rid of him at some time or something like that you know what i mean that makes sense I don't. I don't be. I don't understand it. I would think you would want him to be a part of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, to me, especially just what Russell Wilson entails. I mean, he's a you know the um, Walter Payton Man of the Year, um, the and guy. just yeah. I mean, he's the face of your franchise, right? And and that's why. And we're kind of we'll kind of dive into the far when we talk about Andre Drummond and uh, Blake Griffin, you know, and in, in the in the, in the later part of the show. But right. this isn't your typical. And you know, employee, you know, employer situation, right? That's just like saying the CEO of your company, because essentially, these like he's the CEO of your company. Fairly enough, when we think about the Seattle Seahawks, we think about Russell Wilson. I mean, especially within the you know, in this decade or just, and I think even going forward, so he's not what you would be the quote unquote quasi employee. He he's more like kind of like the CEO, the face of the company. So obviously, right. when you think about like you saying, we talked about making personnel moves or just anything that's going on in the and in the, the organization. Normally, you would kind of count on a guy like this to kind of gauge the temperature of what's going on on the, with the team and just anything that's outside of even Russell's issues. Like there's something that was going on, like an infighting in the in the locker room or whatever with that team. I would just go on the assumption that if I'm a a smart, savvy billionaire like you know these these guys these owners are, I'm gonna get I'm gonna gauge the room with Russell Wilson. Damn, I keep on saying Westbrook, 
But um, I was doing that earlier. <laughs> right, and it'd be and it'd be the other way around too. When I, right. when I, when I talk about Brody, but mm-hmm. anyway, so uh, I mean, that's the thing where I'm like, yeah, he needs, you know, like you said, I, it's not gonna be a situation. I don't think he's gonna get traded, but I think it just this is like a what they call a warning. This just lets me know, like, hey, just I just you know, let's just let's just kind of get a little bit more communication going in between. And almost kind of a, I wouldn't even say a passive aggressive, but just more so of a nice way of putting it because I don't want people to kind of castrate him. Well, not castrate, I think that's kind of a no, a he's one getting tackled. But yeah, yeah, but I just don't want people because a lot of people I've heard kind of like they're making it almost making him look like he's an antagonist, almost making him, making him, you know, look like this, like, like as if he's. Like the bad guy, like he's the antagonist and all this, and uh, you're trying to pick him, paint him to a bad picture. You're making making him look like you know, like the bad guy and in certain cases. But I'm like, I think this is just a healthy. I think at this point is a healthy dialogue between um, him and management, and they can work this out. It's just gonna be a fixable thing unless Seattle screws it up, which they shouldn't. They shouldn't screw it up. But I think it is something that that just need to be to be talked about and I think it just needs to be communicated and hopefully the the brass in Seattle can 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 you know work with him not work with him but more so like hear what he says and then just say hey, take it take it into account question yeah on Seattle's team besides Russell Wilson who's been there for eight years um since he's been there who's been there since he's been there besides the coach um because uh, Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Brown, only been there for a few years. Um, not, I mean, I don't think really nobody is there right. so from that from that, from that thirteen team that they that right. one. For for me, what I'm saying is, there's a lot of what I know from Seattle. What I remember is a lot of people was leaving, and they was like, "Man, they'll never replace right. people. People yeah, leave right. all the time." And they don't replace nobody, you know what I mean? And that might be part of the issue, also. You know what I mean? I said right, that's right. Case you're right, was there. That's right. Cause I was getting ready to say Lockett, but Lockett was he came the year after. But yeah, but yeah. Okay. But you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what that's one. It seemed like people was leaving a lot that you would never think would leave, and they were going to other places, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I never thought like Sherman would leave. I just never thought certain things, you know what I mean? And I think that's part of it too, is like, okay. I see people constantly leaving. When are y'all gonna bring some people in here that I know ain't going nowhere? Like you know what I'm saying? Or, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was. It's and it's hard financially to kind of pay everybody. And that's one thing too. I which, get you. Yeah, I get you. And that old line. I mean, it's just been a makeshift. And that's the thing too. Seattle's really got it right on certain things, but some for some odd reason that offensive line they really just have never got that right. I mean, you think about, like, just Russell Okun, and dare I, I don't even really want to say his name, but he was a part of the offensive line, Chad Wheeler. Um, and then, you know, Dwayne Brown, Hermitage, Hermitage standout, former, uh, you know, All-State, well, not All-State, but former tight end from Hermitage High, now uh, in the O-line with Seattle. But you look, I mean, the thing about that is, Dave, it's, that's the one thing too where you look at that that line has never really 
how can I say they they really haven't improved. You you've seen kind of strats in other in other areas on the field. You kind of see you know them improving on other ends of the field, but something about that offensive line it just seems like it just hasn't panned out. I mean, I know they've you know they've made splashes like like I talked about earlier about Russell Kuhn and then trading for Dwayne Brown once upon a time and. But it's it's just not there, and like he said, it's you know it's one of those things where I think he understands, especially now. You know he'll be uh, eighty, so he'll be thirty three in November. So it's you know, so I think he kind of understands. Like, look, I I can't, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been the Iron Man of this league. I'm, you know, I'm getting up there in age. I you know getting sacked almost four hundred times in my nine year career. I, if I'm trying to be like Tom Brady and those guys, I can't be getting sacked 800 times in my, you know, going on my 20th year in my NFL season and my 20th year in the NFL. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to have that type of uh, impact if I want to, because I know at one time, I think he was saying he wanted to play into his 40s. And right. with that offensive line, yeah, you're not. You're not. You know what he saw? He saw Patrick Mahomes. That horrible offensive line he had in that game, and he was seeing <laughs> run, running for his life, and he probably yeah. said, "Ah, that looks just like me." Yeah, we gotta make some changes. Yeah. We gotta make some changes, <laughs> and that's the truth. And because you got, I think we said that on the show that he was doing. Yeah. I said Patrick Mahomes was doing his best Wilson Wilson <laughs> impression. Yeah, because and if we talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I swear, I didn't. I did not want to say this, but we talk about like somebody who he's scared to lose or whatever. But when you sit down and you think about it, he has to play. He has to face Aaron Donald twice. San Francisco vaunted defensive line with Bosa, Armstead, and all those guys. Mm-hmm. That's for like <clears throat> they gonna have a field day with him, and you see what happened in in, in the Rams game in in the, in the wild card. They was putting him on his tail just about, you know, as much as anything. So he looks like, hey, I got to play Aaron Donald twice, and I'm trying to play some 40. Y'all need to fix this. Like, I'm serious. Like, I got to play Aaron Donald twice. I got the Bosa. I got Nick or Josie. I don't know. I think it's Nick. Yes, yeah, Nick. It's Nick Bosa. I don't know why I keep on. Yeah, I got Nick Bosa twice a year in in, um, in, in San Francisco. I, I need help. Like I'm serious. Like he needs to have a, a sign, a, a post say need help, need O line. Like because it's it's just. And it's, it's going to, I think it's just going to get worse. It's going to get, you know, and, and, until they get it fixed, that situation where they're not going to be able to compete. And, and that now, when you look at now, it's a, a 14 racing division. And it's like we talked about earlier, this is the best division in football, probably more than likely. Even right. if, you know, even if um, the, the quarterback situation in San Francisco still remains with Jimmy G or hell. You know, or get Kirk Cousins, which I digress, but more like that could potentially happen. But the thing is, it's it's a four-team race. Like, and you don't want to be lagging behind. And you looking at Seattle and this offensive line, 
they're lagging behind. He's right. It's like it's and to a point where you have to have a, a type of sense of urgency. So the fact of him calling them out, I don't have a problem with because of what he has done. Because I mean, now if he was just running the mill, he was just kind of a, a malcontent. You know, he was just he he sucked. Like as far as like you know, his game wise, whatever. He just didn't have no input. Then I I'll be like, are right, you? It's whatever. But. You still got a shot. Like this, still this team is still decent. This team can still make a run. This team can still put a dent. Matter of fact, hell, they were last three years. They were pretty much at the end. You know, as far as on the verge of winning the division, the last three years. So they're there. It's just you need that offensive line to help him. So, do you think they need to just do some things with the old line, or do they need to get an offensive line and coach? Um, or do they think, just come up with a better offense? Oh, I think it just if they can do some makeshift, like get some guy. Because I think what's going to end up happening, which is a weird thing, I don't know. I don't know how that salary cap situation is, but a lot of guys, because salary cap isn't going to rise like it normally would. So it's going to be a. That's what I think was going to make free agency so great. It's going to be so many household names. I think, in my personal opinion, well, I say mm-hmm. household names, but more. NFL household names like people who watch NFL are going to be released, and it's just going to be such a, a, a open free market. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get get yourself, you know, some some patch, some, uh, you know, a patch at offensive line as best as you can. See what you can get out of the free agent market. Um, I, even though they don't, they don't they don't have a first or a third this year, I don't I think I think they might have a second. You might want to try to see what you can get as far as drafting. So mm-hmm. you gotta look at that from that standpoint, and we'll see how that goes. But yeah, man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a very very interesting, uh, you know. <laughs> think Tom Brady doing? What he, I think Tom Brady doing what he's doing has opened up the door for these certain certain guys, iconic players, to start speaking up. To me, anyway, yeah. Like, hey, man, you know. And it's nothing wrong with that, man. And plus, I don't – I mean, no disrespect, I don't know, but I always felt like Seattle was always something behind the scenes with that organization. I always felt that yeah. for some reason. And shoot, because Tom Brady only got sacked 22 times this year. <laughs> man, you see why he playing until he's going to be 45, because they're in the damn offensive line. Man, that man only got sacked like almost less than two sacks a game. Like, right. he literally has a clean jersey. That's why he's staying. That's why he's still balling because the line ain't giving you nothing. Right. You ain't touching Tom Brady. But, um, yeah, so let's switch gears. Let's talk a little NBA. So, man, um, your, your boys caught um, – your boys uh, dodged a bullet. Uh, Anthony right. Davis, uh, man, because at first Sunday, I was like, oh, no, I hope it ain't nothing because he was grabbing that region. We mm-hmm. a region, which I don't, I, cause I feel like when I say that word, it's like it's a, it's a, right, it's a horrible word, right. But um, so he he has the calf strain, and per this is just a dig, so don't take it personal. Per your for your boy Rich Paul, hey man, give give him about three weeks. We're gonna reevaluate it. We're gonna be we're gonna be conservative. <laughs> so you're talking AD on AD's injury. Man, AD, I think, you know, for the whole, all the players, man, like I've been watching it. I don't want no all-star game. I think they need to yeah. they need some rest, man. Like it's <laughs> just ridiculous. It's every other day and all the back-to-backs and still dealing with COVID stuff. Like, man, come on, man. Y'all doing too much. You know what <laughs> I mean? 
Yeah, and I we, think I think they need to rest. I really yeah. do. I think they need to rest. It's gonna. It's not everybody works out. Like I was just hearing. Um, not to. I know what you asked me, but this goes with that. I remember they'd ask Kevin Durant, "Why don't you work out like LeBron?" He was like, "Man, I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? I just want to work on my skills a little bit because mm-hmm. LeBron get up and he in a weight room. You know, all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like Kevin Durant don't want to do that. He want to do drills. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean, but I don't know, man. They they, they just they body they playing a lot, man. They playing a lot, and yeah. I just think, especially deep in that in in those playoffs like they did and how hard they was playing, you know, it's, it's gonna it's gonna it's there's mileage, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they the champions, so they got to keep playing, and they don't have no big man. So what they're trying to do is play that small ball and high post, and he's having to work more. You know what I mean? Yeah, trying to work, trying to work, do you know, trying to do things a little different, and you know, and then it, you know, I think also, I think he has to. He's a champion now, and I think that he's been. Uh, I, I believe he's been chilling since he's been. You know, what I'm saying oh, yeah. he's been. I've been kind of frustrated with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I hope the best for him, but I do want him to sit and just get healthy. Yeah. I wish they all could. Take yeah. a few weeks off, you know what I mean. I'm almost to a point. Hey, whatever it takes, because because like, right. And, and funny that you that you said Kevin Durant, because <laughs> Kevin Durant was one was one that that had that type of situation and rushed himself right. back, and right. and look what ended up happening in that situation. Right. So especially when you're now the defending uh, NBA champs, you do not want to rush it. Cause it, cause to me, like we talked about this. Oh, I don't know. We 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 didn't personally talk about it, but just a simple fact of just be on cruise control. Like to me, I look at it. Let let Utah, let the LA Clippers, let them kind of right. you know get two, three, you know, first uh, number one, number two seeds, or, and uh, whatever. Let them win the West because in the day, trust me, y'all win the damn bubble. Y'all went in a no, bubble with no bets. Yeah. Like y'all went, y'all went I in, said a, that too. in a bubble. So it's I like, said that too. Right. So to me, that's the I think to me, honestly, that's gonna be the hardest. That would be the hardest, um, you know, the hardest road is to that you what you've already have, have had. So to me, for the Utah there's only twenty five hundred fans. Like right. ooh, that's vaunting. No. Right. What is you know, it's it's only gonna be like ten percent of of the fans and all, you know. And then play the Clippers again. If you play the, uh, not again, but if you play the Clippers, ain't nobody gonna be in the stands. Like, right. all right, I mean, cool. If the West Conference Finals go through Utah. I want right. to okay, them little three thousand people that's gonna be there. All right, right. You know, you know what I'm bet, saying? And, and then and and you know, it's funny. This we talking about the the beginning. This is not even half. They trying to make it half, but this yeah. ain't even half of the season just yet. Right. And we're talking because we, you know, they used to complain. Oh man, the regular season don't count. These guys, yes, they are playing. They shouldn't even be playing this hard. That's what's crazy. They shouldn't even be playing this hard. For the simple fact how how they played in the in the bubble, and then every game do count because they have the play in game. So people, right. they you can't play these sorry teams. You got to play your butt off because they they like okay, we ain't even trying to win the division. 
We just yeah. going to try to get a play-in game and still try to make it to the playoffs. You know what I mean? And plus They're you, playing at a, a high level, man. And plus you get really effort because, you right. know, of course, you know, you know uh, the NBA champions, even though you don't have AD, but hell, for you. Ask Detroit. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You trying to be funny? But, yeah. No, 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 man. No, actually, I was trying to, you know. <laughs> I, I see being, what you're doing. I was being, actually, you know what? I, actually, I did that because I wanted to be the king of the Segway. So, <laughs> okay, okay, about, okay. So, well, let's talk about NBA news notes. Also, we'll continue with that. So, you know, we got Blake Griffin, former, you know, Detroit Piston, and also um, Andre Drum, mm-hmm. who are essentially going to be healthy scratches until they are quote unquote traded. So, um, it looks like Andre Trump is going to get a a, a uh, one way ticket out of Cleveland on a on a wintry right. February or March per se. So who's the right. winner? And then also Blake Griffin is going to get a one way ticket out of Detroit. Right. <laughs> Trust me, these are great. That's a great thing to have a one way ticket out of a, a cold city like Detroit and Cleveland. And this time, this time of year. Except for Swinson's, but still, right? You go back in the summer for that, <laughs> right? Uh, man, I mean, first of all, Cleveland get having all those big men. I would be like trying to shop all shop a lot of stuff up so I can get what I want because yeah. they got some they got some big man over there, man, and that might some of these um contender teams may need. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I was looking up. They said Drummond may be. Um, you know, it's funny. Some people said that he could have been traded, but he most likely going to get uh, bought out. Yeah. Him and Blake, and a lot of it. I was like, well, some one guy was like, he said, man, that he would help a contending team. They don't think Blake Griffin will, because Blake Griffin with the injuries and he don't play like he um like he used to. But I think if he get with the right system, he may be okay. You know, yeah. um, they said. Andre, it may be the Raptors, the Celtics. Um, I saw the Nets too. Yeah, I, heard I saw the Nets, Nets too. Like, I saw the Nets too. And um, I don't know, is somebody else? I can't think. But you know, you know, I mean, I'm riding with the Lakers, so every time something happened, oh, what do you think he'd come over here and blah blah blah. So, you know, they said his issue is that he think he needs he won't play his role. He wants to dribble the ball up and shoot threes and stuff. I ain't talking about Blake. I'm talking about Andre. So they said it's at least one game he'll dribble up, dribble off his feet, or throw the ball and then it go out of bounds because when he was coming to the league, he compared himself to Kevin Durant. Oh, look, look, I'm trying to be professional, but I think he took that shit too far. Like, hold up, hold up. What? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. His draft day, they draft day. He said that you know what? he compared himself to Kevin Durant. So they said is he averaged once a game trying to dribble the ball up and he dribble he dribble off his foot or his leg. But if he play. If he get the right person and he play big, yo, he he would be. I, I'm begging him to come to the Lakers. I'm begging him to come to the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, please come mean, to the Lakers. Yeah. And, watch and I happen. think he would. I think he would fit for y'all. Definitely, as far as 
Because I think a a true because honestly, Drummond really is a a throwback center, a a former like to me. I, I, I you I this is what I always say with Andre Drummond. If he was in the in the you know in the same league with like Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell, I think he would be a beast. Mm-hmm. I think he would be efficient. This mm-hmm. day and age where you look at the center as far as like I look at him somewhat kind of like he could, he he's a more of a clogger, like mm-hmm. way far as when you look at now, it's like you see how the evolution of big man where they're not just this um being camped out of the paint. They're moving mm-hmm. around. They're setting screens. They're actually creating the uh, spacing, um, you know, on the court, uh, you know, with that. So, you know, they bring a lot more versatility. But right. I think it would work with you guys with Lakers, which I think that could potentially work more so than with everybody else. And I think even with Brooklyn, Brooklyn can work because at this point, it, with James Harden and 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 uh, Kyrie Irving at this point, they just so. Well, you know, I'm the shooting guard. You're the point guard. One day, they the Phoenix Suns, two point five. Right, pretty much with everybody. Like hell, if if Steve Kerr won't coach in the Warriors, he'd be on his staff. <laughs> like who else? They need to be. Well, bringing Grant Hill, Shaq, <laughs> like for real. I'm talking whole... about that Steve Nash team. Like when I'm watching them yeah. scoring all these points, I'm like. So really, what do you? How do you beat them? So you just gotta right. really, you know, honestly, you just gotta be physical with Kyrie. It's the same. Right. I'm telling you, it's the same team. You it's, a, be, it's, 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 it's a, yeah, it's a mental game. Right, it's a mental game. You gotta be just like they did Steve Nash. You gotta be physical with Kyrie. Right. But yeah, but uh, Blake Griffin <laughs> is because they play. I see them play the Lakers a couple of times, and he was hitting threes and everything, right? Yeah. And he may still have something in him, but he's a veteran, and he may have been holding back. Just so he can get it to the to the right place, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's interesting. I wonder if if somebody somebody like the Spurs gonna get him. Yeah. Just, and the just thing, throw that out there. Right. And I think the thing essentially with Blake Griffin, because I think everybody just so get caught up in the whole I dunked over Kia Sportage yeah. and all this type of stuff. I'm this athletic freak that jump out of the gym. But we all know now, like, hey, injuries have kind of came into into his um his career. He's Definitely not the the elite dunker that we used to that we knew him from you know years back. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like if he goes to a situation where he can get those opportunities, where he can shoot from deep, he can just you know be a little bit more efficient. I could, I think he'll be fine, and and I think that's why I think when people fail to realize, you know, once you know, I, he still has fundamentals. Like you know, even though he doesn't dunk. And we, and that's one thing I think we just live in this world now where we're in this sports center. They got to generation where, oh, they got to, if he's don't have, right, right, right. But that's what I'm saying where you don't see Blake Griffin dunking no more. I ain't seen Blake Griffin dunking years. I mean, you might see a a, a lunar eclipse before you see Blake Griffin dunk. You might see that (laughs) twice. But I'm just saying, he just did the same thing to Howard last year. Right, 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 right. And then they did the same thing to Rondo. And like right now, they they complain about Rondo, but they 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 make it to the playoffs. Oh, he's gonna be the best thing in the world right. for him. Right. Oh, right. Oh, oh, so if you know that, that's what you pay for. Get to the playoffs so he complain. Like you know right. what I'm saying? Like it's crazy, man. Right. So speaking it's, of, 
Uh-huh. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So speaking of Rajon Rondo and the Atlanta Hawks, let's let's talk about the NBA All-Star game, which and we'll 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 talk about we'll I'll give the story. I'll right. try not to laugh during the during the um setting up the setting up the play for this topic. So the NBA All-Star game is in is in Mar- on March the 7th on a Sunday in Atlanta. Now, this is going to be it's not an All-Star weekend. It is a All-Star day. Quote in air quotes. So essentially what's going to happen on uh February so on the, on the night of the All-Star game. So They'll have the skill competition, like the three-point contest, and I think the skill competition in the pregame. They have the all-star game, and then at halftime, they had a slam dunk contest. So that's the fun stuff. This is the, the weird and kind of convoluted things that are going to be going on prior to um, getting there. So we know that the teams are going to report their, um, the game is on the 7th. So everybody who's going to go down to Atlanta has to fly privately to the event, they're going to be tested on a daily basis, even though they're going to be there for a day or two, potentially. And then whoever attends the all-star game, they're either going to, they're going to either, they can't go anywhere except for the hotel or to the arena. And then the mayor, Keisha Bottoms is now warning people, not warning people. She said, this is a made for television event. Please do not come down to Atlanta. Yeah. Please do not come down to Atlanta. Oh, so she's trying to tell. For television. So she's trying to tell people because, you know, All-Star Game usually. Can I say? I can't say how I feel. Okay. Well, usually those, those that be on, you know, those, 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 oh, those yeah. things. Come yeah. to Atlanta, and half of them, majority of them, already there. Everybody, cause it's a, it's a whole. I get it. Yeah. And why yeah. have it? Right. So, your thoughts on all on All Star Weekend? Uh, well, All Star Day, All Star okay. Sunday. We All Star Sunday. We we'll that way. All-Star I understand. Sunday. I get it. We we and you have been touching on this subject since last year. I get it. It's for money. I get it. It's yeah. for contracts. I get it. It's, it's 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 for charity. I get all these things. I get it, man. But one thing that's different between the NBA and all these other sports is they the first ones. They have been doing and working and working and working and working and doing. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they they giving and giving and giving and giving and giving, giving and giving and giving and giving. I mean, come on now, let's just stop. They already gonna most likely be in a bubble. Yeah. In the playoffs. So why don't yeah. you just give them a break? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why don't you just right. give them a break? Like, even when right. things were so bad, they was doing, like I keep saying, they was playing horse. Like, yeah. they've been giving and giving and giving. Yeah. But then even the protocols, like, you got to get tested six times. If you don't do this, you got to have a positive test six times. Like, why, why you got to? Right. I mean, we're going to watch it. But still. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna watch. I do. I I'm not gonna front. I do like they have an all-star game, but it's not gonna be a point where if they wouldn't have had it, I would have been upset. But right. like in the same token, is I think you're just adding extra. It's like it's an it's an unnecessary evil. 
because essentially what you're doing, these guys now, they they go from their perspective areas. They come to Atlanta, so essentially for a day. And then what gets me that I, I don't understand. So then you you have to – the first game starts, the you know, the second – well, quote-unquote, the second half of the season starts on March the 10th. So I'm like, okay, so – Guys come to Atlanta and kind of be in a bubble in Atlanta for a few days, and then expect them to kind of go to their respective teams and be ready to play on the tenth, three days after playing the All Star game. Like I understand no. that used to be the case. That's fine if it was in a non-pandemic year. Like I mean, if it was 2018, blase blase. But this is a different time, and you know, so I like. And then the whole thing, because cause really the premise is the, the whole thing of having all the stuff together in one day instead of having an whole entire weekend was in essence to kind of mitigate the possibility of having cases. But, but then you want these guys to be ready within 48 hours, 72 hours for to go to their games in their prospective cities. Right. So and then they said if you don't go to the game, you cannot like because, you know, some people going to take the vacation like a vacation. Right. Yeah. It has to be somewhere private and you cannot even if you go there, you can't and it, it can't be a hotel. It got to be somewhere private and you can't. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's just like it's just too much, bro. It's too much. Right. It's too much. If I can't take old lady to the resort. <laughs> so stupid. But you know, yeah, because mm. I know a lot of you know when you see the All Star game, it usually be you see all the players, everybody's coming there, everybody's yeah. there. You know what right. I mean? Whereas with this one, they was like, if you're not gonna come, do you can't go to a hotel. You gotta go to, um, you gotta go to um, what they say, you gotta go to find you a place, and your place has got to be a private, can't be at a hotel or something. It's just mm. right. And that's the trip. And all these rules for a, for one day, which that's what that's where like we talk about is this necessary? This is only going to be there for a day because essentially once the All Star game is over, it's almost like you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of Atlanta. That's that's the perception because essentially once the game is over, you got it's time for you to go. So. Yeah. And that's why that's why when we when we talk about when we when we entail the unnecessary the the unnecessaryness of this, ooh, that's that's a bar, the unnecessaryness of this bars. But stupid. Though. Yeah, but does it really make sense? I mean, I'm, like, I'm a yeah, mentally, think about it. You don't, you quiet. We work together, right? You quiet. So we working and working and working and working and working. And then you as a boss is not really paying attention. Like, because everything is going well. It's not a lot of positive, um, you know, positive COVID things. Everybody's nothing really crazy going on. So everything is moving well. Then you add on some stuff. Little do you know, mentally as a goal, they're setting, they're working this way on purpose so they can have that time off that you told them they was going to have in the first place. But now you saying, no, we, we got to do blah, 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 blah. And I don't care. Even if it's a goat, a horse or whatever, you're going to see them emotionally 
act a certain way. And I'm telling you, you're going to start my game ball. I'm going to say something who I gave my game ball to later. But I'm telling you, you're going to start seeing more people come out the box and start speaking their mind on certain stuff. And it's going to make you feel, you know what I'm saying? You're going to, some people are going to be upset that they're talking, but how else are they supposed to do? You know what I mean? What else are they supposed to do? If they don't say anything, how's anybody going to know? Yeah, it'll be the you know status I mean? Yep, it'll stay the status quo. And like, you know, people was killing killing LeBron. Look, man, I ain't got no energy for this mess, man. And then, hey, and it's true. I couldn't imagine. I mean, I mentally, I know I would definitely not want to kind of be in a type of predicament where you really, like we say, only gonna is you're not the full experience. You you have three days of events condensed into one day, into you know, into one one half a day, pretty much. Right. But, yeah. So let's let's put a bow on this week's couch coach live, man. Great show, great show. Yes, indeed. Who gets this week's game ball? Oh man, I'm giving it to the legendary clutch sports native <laughs> Michigan's own Draymond Green. Yeah. For him, the for what he said, you know, I had seen a highlight of Steph's of Steph Curry making fun of um of Allen, something that Sexton had did. But again, mm-hmm. it's probably some some type of frustration because Andre wasn't playing. So then yeah. Draymond said, I've been wanting to say this for a long time. And he spoke about how the double standard of players really aren't employees. They're really supposed to be partners, especially now. They partner, it's supposed to be like a partnership. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I do I do this for you guys. You guys do this. You know what I mean? And especially mm-hmm. right now, because if the league do not have these players, then it's going to be a problem. You know what I mean? Not right, too many right. people are watching the G League. And I definitely they're not watching the WNBA. I'm not trying to. And I hate that, but it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just saying, why is it that you have a, a player that said, hey, I don't want to sign this contract to get $50 million a year. Right. Mm-hmm. And you done got rid of my coach. You done got rid of this. And, and I want to leave. And then your yeah. dog, can, you know what I mean? Right, right. Then you got somebody like Andre. Andre said when he played for the Pistons, right, mm-hmm. he was on the plane. He was going up the steps and he got a phone call. He said he got like 30 texts and he had like 17 phone calls. Mm-hmm. So he answered and his agent said, where you at? He said, I'm on the plane. He said, get off that plane right now. Wow. He said, why? He said, because you've been traded. Get off that plane right now. That's, That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you other players and y'all got a game plan, and, and I get it. I yeah. get it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I, I'm happy that he stepped up and spoke. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I really am. Like, I, I'm happy that he stepped up and spoke up for, for uh, the double standard. But because it is, man, if you yes. – okay, I'll get one, another one for you. I was watching Vlad today. And Vlad and Earthquake was speaking on Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Vlad is for um, Comedy Central, where Earthquake is like, man, that's that man's work. That's that man's name. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. you know, you, you get what I'm saying? So, oh, like, yeah, because he's the one that, because, right, he's the one that puts the bus in the seats, because really, Comedy Central is what? They just rele- relegated to that. But honestly, if it weren't for the Chappelle show, I wouldn't be watching Comedy Central. I, I get right. you what you're saying. So, yeah. So think about if if Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, LeBron James, 
Kevin Durant, just those four players, right, or something like maybe a few more, said they wanted to go pay for the big three. Yeah. That would be crazy with it. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, and they right. would feel it. They would feel it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not saying that they would beat the NBA, but still at the same time, people are going to follow them. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, I just was happy. I just was the passion that he said that um, the passion. And another thing about Draymond, too, if they upset that he was speaking his mind, it's their fault because there's a lot of stuff that they let Draymond get away with on the court. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That has has that has put him to the place where he's saying, "Hey, I'm gonna do what I want to do." Big time, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And it's just you know, I right because I think that's one thing I like about now they 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 are realizing they're the product, and we're we're going we're going to see them. We're not going to see the general manager of such and so team, what have you. Right. And that's the thing too. This is this is another step. And the evolution of, of the player movement, where they understand, hey, I'm the product. You're right. It's just like there. That that's a, that's this is a rare industry where the product knows their their value. So their value, yeah, yeah right. And they, you know, like you think about when you go to the store, do that shirt know that it's worth such and so. You know, does the product mm-hmm. understand its value in real time? Which this right. is probably one of my, one one of the industries where um that could t- definitely um is a reality um my game ball uh gus malzone uh the former uh, auburn head coach is now at the university of central florida so mm-hmm. definitely good opportunity for him to uh go to ufc and um you know do his thing he did a great job at auburn but obviously if you can't beat papa best nick saban you're out of there in Auburn, so shout out to Gus right. Malone. He'll definitely do his thing at uh, Central Florida and uh, <laughs> help help that team um, achieve its heights. So, right. um, final thoughts before we close out tonight. Man, great show, man. It seemed like um, this whole show was about these players just valuing their situations and, and stepping up more and using using what they have to speak up for what they want. It was a great show, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, once again, another great show. Um, yeah, man. So definitely uh follow the podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram on the Couch Coach Live. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, the podcast, the audio will be on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast, get it. Um, it'll be there. Um, yeah, I think that's just about it. Also, um, uh, Definitely appreciate. Uh, let's see, what's other things? I okay, yeah. So, um, definitely huge shout out to um, to my guys, uh, JB Ellis, Megan, and them guys at the NBA Carousel uh, for allowing me to cover the Clippers on Monday nights. So definitely a great opportunity with that. Um, we got some great shows lined up going forward. We'll be doing our NFL draft shows. I don't know. We might start next two. I think. Maybe next week or maybe this week. I'm not 100% sure. We'll get that all kind of ironed out this week. Uh, so we do the draft shows. Um, got some other stuff kind of lined up. And I'm going to be a little And then also follow um, the show on TikTok. I, I finally put another video on TikTok the other day. So <laughs> I'm trying to get all this together. I'm I'm like, I'm literally feeling like the old man on the block now. It's like, it's funny now. It's almost moments when you know when you realize you're getting old. Like, Trying to do all this TikTok stuff is really making me feel old, and I don't appreciate that. But I gotta do it. Sure, I have to do it. You know, 
2021, if you have a podcast, you, 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 it's almost like you sec- it's almost like you have to be on TikTok. But it's really making me oh, kind of low key confused. But I'm I'm working through it. Um, I want I, I, I might a course for that. But if they don't, somebody please teach me the uh, TikTok 101 because <laughs> uh, your boy's a little lost. He's a little lost. <laughs> He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Like, it's embarrassing. But hey, we're here. Um, but definitely social media, Couch Coach Live, also TikTok. Uh, I'll try to get that all kind of squared away. Uh, I'm learning. I'll put it this way: you got to learn, you know. So you got to start from somewhere. And definitely, huge shout out to that. And yeah, man, this has been this week's Couch Coach Live. Man, we'll we we'll catch you guys next week. You're welcome. All right.